Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com. That's the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Glad to have you with us on a Monday and in 20 minutes or so. We will dive into what an awful week it was for one Major League Baseball team. We'll tell you who that is. It's John Morosi will join us. Get Aaron on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. Aaron and I have been hanging out for the last two hours talking about a lot of different things. But really kind of around football, Aaron, because it's the Carson Wentz injury. We had the Quinn Ewers news of him uh, bypassing or graduating early from high school and going to be enrolling at Ohio State uh, in the next couple of weeks. So he will not be playing his senior uh, high school football season because he wants to capitalize on name, image, and likeness. Just heard from Colin Cowherd a little while ago talking about the Colts and, and how they've done everything right and they still can't get their quarterback position correct. So just a lot of football. And I have to say, I am not even near, near full of football talk. Like I can, uh, the, the, the Texas and Oklahoma 
uh, realignments into the SEC that, that we've had over the last week or two. That has helped fulfill uh, some of my need and my craving for football, seeing training camps underway everywhere across the NFL. We've got a preseason game coming up on Thursday. Even with all that happening, Aaron, my need for football is still so unfulfilled because I'm just so looking forward to the upcoming seasons, both in college and in the pro game. I'm with you, and I will say, you know, you know, there was a lot of tragedy that came out of COVID, um, but having the sports calendar kind of flipped on its head, I think, has made for an entertaining summer where we went straight from, frankly, March Madness. We got a little break, then we went to the NFL draft, then you know we had some free agency stuff, we had trades, we have uh, you know the NBA playoffs starting, going into the middle of July as opposed to early August. Uh, and now we're here. And so, like you said, I am fired up uh, for the start of, of, of preseason football this week and uh, cannot wait. And I'm with you, man. It, it's good to have football back. I love hoops, but it goes without saying I'm excited to have football as well. And I, and I love hoops, too. But this is this is where I think we have to be honest with ourselves. And this is what I wanted to get off my chest. Say it. Be- because I I, I – th- I look at what's happened. You mentioned the sports calendar kind of turned upside down. Think about where we were last year at this point. We were just starting the bubble games in the NBA in Orlando. Mm -hmm. That was a year ago where games were trying to wrap up the regular season, playing their final seven or eight games that they had before the playoffs had even started. That's where we were a year ago. So you had an NBA finals go season go from starting now until – mid-October then he had seven weeks off and then we had the NBA season again and you're talking to a guy who is a Milwaukee Bucks fan (laughs) who was on cloud nine for days after the Bucks won the NBA title it's still it actually still feels good to say but it also feels good to say this in a week where it's going to be news uh filled because NBA free agency is underway I just have to say at what point can we stop talking about the NBA Doug and I have, have said on this program, Aaron, when Doug's in and I'm at the news desk, the NBA is exhausting. And it is, it's, it's because it's such a gossip middle school sort of league sure. where talk is everywhere and things are moving around. And what, what got to my boiling point and where I just said, just give me some freaking football. Give me some college football. Give me the NFL, NBA. Just just stop for a second. Was when I heard the breakdown of what Kyle Lowry could mean to the Miami. <laughs> and and it just like I got to the point of all right, I, I, I'm done. I just can we can we stop talking about the NBA and can we focus on what's happening in the NFL? Because I truly believe in, in, in the, the argument of, you know, NFL ratings and what's happening with the NBA ratings, a lot of times it becomes political. This has nothing to do with politics, Aaron. It's just the fact of I think there are way more football fans, especially if you combined college fans and NFL fans compared to fans of the NBA. Sure. And I would even say that NBA fans, because half the league don't, doesn't make the playoffs, maybe their interest isn't as strong as other teams, but those fan bases aren't even engaged into what their team is doing. Like the, the, heck, the, the Bucks won the title. I'm not thinking of repeat. I'm just still coasting on the high of them, of, of them winning. I just, I need a break from the NBA. 
and I just need more football to fill that void. And I just, I just need us to stop talking about the NBA at some point so we can at least get a rest because honestly, it has been nonstop since even more than a year ago from when bubble games were getting underway. Yeah, and I and I think part of it too is um like you said it's the gossipy nature of the league. I do think that there is an element of, you know, whatever reason like like and some of it's just like like so the last week we spent we're talking Russell Westbrook to the the Los Angeles Lakers like in a, in a lot of ways that is a very interesting conversation do they fit do they not fit all that good stuff but I would also say on the flip side like does does the average sports fan feel bad for LeBron James because he lost in the first round of the playoffs this year you know and and, and, no. and like yeah and I think there's an element of um you know I don't know how to say it but but essentially that like. A lot of these moves are made, and one, first of all, do they do any of them have any impact? Kyle Lowry to the Miami Heat, I don't know. I don't know that Vegas is rushing to the window to alter the, the NBA Finals odds going into next year if Kyle Lowry goes back to Toronto or goes to Miami or goes to wherever. But I also just think a lot of them, I guess if you want to call them first world problems, uh, you could call them first world problems, but nobody feels bad for LeBron James that he lost in the first round and now he feels like he has to shake up his entire roster. Nobody feels bad, by the way, for Kawhi Leonard – for opting out of a $36 million contract for next year. Like, like nobody – so, you know, you look at, at some of the stuff from the NFL – I think the um, you know the draft it creates hope it creates opportunity free agency creates hope creates opportunity the NBA I think it's it's a number of variables one like you said the, the, it just feels like the season itself has basically been going on for about 13 14 months now but also it's just you look at some of these storylines and it's like yeah I, I like I, I don't I don't really want to talk about the like we talk about LeBron for nine straight months once the season starts I don't need to overanalyze how much Russell Westbrook is going to impact things a year from now let, let me ask you this this true question and maybe this is too candid for for network radio Uh-oh. but when you and your buddies talk shop about sports do you talk about LeBron James when, say that one more time. I'm sorry. When you and your buddies, like your you know sure, buddies sure. from college or high school, or whatever, if you're exchanging texts, um, are you talking about LeBron James in those texts? So I will try to answer this quickly and throw it back to you. But what I would say is, rarely is it any more about basketball. It's about. He said this. Oh my goodness, that. Oh Westbrook. Oh, you know, like oh he goes to the podium and all he's talking about is Space Jam. Like it's more, and that's the unfortunate part about LeBron is I think sometimes we lose how great of a basketball player he is because there's so much off the court drama that comes with it. Sure, I like I can go through my texts with with a bunch of buddies from college, different group texts. We're talking about as Big Ten guys. We're talking about the SEC. We're talking about what the Big Ten needs to do. We're talking about fantasy football. We're talking about, I'm looking at the screen right now, Joe Burrow and Cincinnati. The, the, like, the, there's more talk about stuff like that than there sure. is of, hey, you know, hey, hey Simon, you think uh, LeBron James is going to get the Lakers back to the final? Like, I don't, we don't talk, I don't talk like that with, with my buddies. You know, like, like, it's not that. And, and, and the point is, is it's such a popular Twitter topic. Sure. It's so popular on Twitter, but I like to think of this format, this this sports talk show is the stuff that you talk about with your buddies. And I think at times it just gets too much. And this is not meant to be a rain on LeBron. I just think it's it's with the NBA because I see Twitter and I see, you know, Kyle, this is what Kyle Lowry would do for the Miami Heat. And like, 
Who cares? The team just got swept in the first round of the NBA playoffs. You know, where we and, and, and we can't even take like two months to just recharge our batteries, which, by the way, we're in August now. So guess what? At the end of next month, NBA training camps will be getting underway. So like so we, we need a bit of a break. And that's just that's just my whole point. And I know it's saying well, it on the week where NBA free agency is about to happen. But to me, it's just. Man, you know, I just I, I need a break from this. Well, just, it's like me, too much me, sun on a hot day. <laughs> That's a good analogy. Let me jump in. And what I would say is, and I've said this quite a bit, I think relative to the actual interest, the NBA is by far the most overcovered sport. And I actually think college football is the most undercovered sport. And I, I always put out this tweet two, three, four times a year because I think the average, you know, consumer, the way that we talk about the NBA would be stunned at how much college football. So I just looked it up. So uh, the um, season opener two seasons ago, so this was pre-COVID, was Florida and Miami. It did 7.4 million viewers in week zero, week one of college football. That's equivalent of NBA Finals games this past year, Dan. And that's not a knock on your bucks, and that's not a knock on the Suns, and it's not to get political, mm-hmm. and it's not to say this, and they did that. It's to say that people love college football. And that's one thing, whether it's my Saturday show with Arnie Spanier, whether it's you know when I have an opportunity to fill in for Doug or for Chris or Rob or whoever, you know, I always try to I always try to um you know, do a show that's reflective of what the audience wants. And, and I think it's so easy to fall into those two, three, four topics that may work for a specific host or a specific, um, you know, time frame or whatever. But there's a lot of interesting stuff going on in sports. Dan, I'll say this real quick. One, I think the Simone Biles stuff, and some of it became inappropriate, obviously. I thought it was some of the most interesting conversation, sports talk, I have seen on any level anywhere. Um, I thought this Olympic story about the double gold medal was fascinating. Mm-hmm. But it was funny because I was just talking to Ramos and Lee about it in the break. Was I went to, to producer Lee yesterday and said, is this important enough for us to talk about in our on our show? And so I bring it up to say... The sports world is this great, expansive place. I do love the NBA. People would think I don't like it the way I criticize it sometimes, but relative to how we cover it and relative to the actual interest, I don't think the two things mesh, if that makes sense. No, it's it's it's, it's very fair. And when I, I just it it was you mentioned the Bucks and the NBA finals and the and the Suns. It's that's even kind of part of the problem that I have is you know, as a Bucks fan, and this happens with you know because it's personal to you. People are criticizing that finals. Ah, oh, nobody cares. Nobody watches. Okay, you're telling me nobody cares about the NBA finals, but you're worried about Kyle Lowry going to the Miami well, Heat. And let me jump- like that. Like that's the thing that like so annoys me is that I was told for weeks that who cares about the NBA finals? What a disaster it would be. But yet I'm supposed to be interested in Kyle Lowry going from the Raptors to the Heat. Well, like what what are we doing here? And like, let me that, let me jump in ahead. real quick. No, because this was an argument on Saturday night for three four straight weeks. I got in with my buddy Arnie Spanier, and I love Arnie, love working with him. But his argument was nobody's going to care if LeBron's not there. And I said, well, first of all, isn't that sports? Like, one, isn't it sports of, you know, at some point the 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 the, the king gets knocked off the throne? But then, two, like, 
why? Why aren't like like I, I don't believe that people aren't interested. And I think in in many ways, one, it was good for the NBA when it was the Bucks and Suns. I thought it was great exposure for um, for Chris Middleton for Devin Booker. I thought the Giannis element of it. You know, I was critical of Giannis, but to see him elevate his game with the crescendo with the fifty mm-hmm. points, and then to go to the podium after and say, "Hey, screw super teams. We're doing it our own way here in Milwaukee." Like that made for a more compelling final. Like to me, Dan, and and maybe I'm being super in the moment, super biased, super cliche, whatever. I have more memories just of that NBA Finals than I do of of the entire NBA bubble last year because yeah. there were so many se- seminal moment, moments where the bubble, credit to the players, but at the same time, it was just one of those deals where, I don't know, it's just, I, I don't know, I, I'm just saying... I, I don't understand this argument that if LeBron's not in it, we shouldn't be interested. We don't act that way when Tom Brady doesn't make a Super Bowl. I've never understood that, and I thought the Bucks and Suns not only put on a good product, but I thought it was good for the league to get new teams in. I'll, I'll, I'll say this, because I do want to run down with everything that we've talked about. Seven NBA stories this offseason that could supersede football talk, because there, there are stories. I just don't think Kyle Lowry to the Miami Heat is one of them. So in, in the NBA fan is saying, you guys just spent 15 minutes talking about not wanting to talk about the NBA. I get that. There are certain points, though, that I do think that the NBA would take precedent over the NFL. I'm giving you the seven outs, so to say, Go ahead. Aaron, I'm curious. In, these, in this offseason. And no particular order, but we'll start off with Ben Simmons being traded. Sure. Like if, that, if that happens, that is going to need to be talked about because of just everything that has gone on with him. I will give a pass to Ben Simmons being traded. You, you talked about Kawhi opting out. I think his decision is a big deal because we've heard Dallas is, is in the mix of it. If he goes back to L.A., it's another, it, depending on what type of deal he ends up getting. So whatever Kawhi decides to do is worthy of mention. If Damian Lillard gets dealt... That is worthy. So there's three big stories that I'm saying I'm fine with with the NBA. Just don't give me your minutia. What about this? If Chris Paul doesn't go to Phoenix. Sure. If he goes to Phoenix, who cares? It's kind of what we expected anyway. Now with Russell Westbrook in L.A., Lakers are likely out of the picture. We expect Chris Paul to, to, to get a new contract, to go back to the Phoenix Suns. But if he doesn't go to Phoenix, that's a story. So that's four. If Carmelo somehow ends up in a Lakers uniform, just because there there you go. There's LeBron again, the Lakers conversation, and it's mellow. We can talk about that. And then two more I'll give you. DeMar DeRozan, if he goes somewhere to form a big three or whatever you want to call a big three. I'm not a big fan of big threes, but if he goes somewhere to try to fortify a title run, maybe to the Clippers, who knows, that could be a story. And finally this one, John Collins. But not if John Collins returns to the Hawks. Only if he leaves, because then we talk about, was it because of Trey Young? Those are the seven moves in the NBA that can be made that could only stop us from talking NFL or college football in the month of August. So when Cade Cunningham goes for 50 points in Summer League in two weeks, that's not going to lead any of your shows? Don't care. Don't care. <laughs> Don't care at all. Uh, Don't, uh, yeah, just it, leave it Leave it till October. It, we, we need a break. I'll, all I'll say... I, I don't believe this narrative that because we're sports talk, we have to automatically switch to the NFL come August 1 if interesting things are happening. But yes, I, I believe that we oversell how much interest there is. As you said, the word you used was minutia, and I think that's an accurate one. 
He's Aaron Torres. Find him on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. You can find me, Dan Beyer, on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. Yeah, it was a bad week for one Major League Baseball team. We'll tell you who that is next here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare we are the voice of nascar the green flag is in the air and we are underway the great american race the motor racing network NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes, Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer. Hey, Aaron, I've got a baby on my lap. Okay. And he he didn't like me starting the show with my enthusiasm. My enthusiasm. So three month old Brody was not a fan of me coming out with the Doug Gottlieb show intro. Here on Fox Sports Radio. Did you hear the cries? 
Oh no, I thought that was I thought that was NBA fans mad about what we said last segment. So. <laughs> oh, it's one one of the advantages of remote broadcasting. So I just had to keep the baby for a couple of minutes, and uh, we came back from the show, and that's the that's the way that it is. Uh, he's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer. It is Fox Sports Radio. Joining us now to talk Major League Baseball, and we're a little more than a week away from a huge, huge matchup uh, in the great state of Iowa. We'll dive into that. John Morosi. MLB Network and, of course, contributor here at Fox Sports Radio joins the program. Hey, John, how are you? Dan and Aaron, my friends, great to be with you both. Uh, we are on, on this side of the trade deadline, and, uh, my friends, it's going to be a two-month sprint to the playoffs. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch all these new star players in new places, all the new Cubs hitting home runs in their first <laughs> games with their new teams, all kinds of great stories right now. I, okay, except in San Diego, because I've teased it for the last, like, 30 minutes. How bad of a week has it been for the San Diego Padres, who uh, missed out on Max Scherzer when maybe we thought that they had him, and now you have Fernando Tatis's injury. How bad are things for San Diego? Well, it's been a tough period of time, no question about it, because as you point out, at one point in time last week, prior to Friday's 4 p.m. Eastern time trade deadline, the Padres thought that they had Max Scherzer and they thought they had Joey Gallo and they ended up being 0 for 2. And that is a pretty difficult set of circumstances, especially when, as you point out, Friday night, Tatis, uh, his left shoulder subluxation happens again. And to be honest, the real concerning word for the Padres is they're not sure if he will play again this season. So there are a lot of storylines right now with the Padres. I guess the one thing you could say is on their behalf, it's a good thing they traded for Adam Frazier when they did because Frazier is someone that can move around the field and that allows them to potentially play Frazier at second, Hosmer at first, Jake Cronenworth at short as long as Tatis is out with Machado at third, or you can go Machado at short and Jake at third, depending on how things play out. But the reality is they should be able to cover at a capable level, they're infield. But Tatis, as we all know, guys, is one of the most electrifying players in the entire sport. And, and that is a real uh, challenge for them now. And, and it's not just looking at the NL West, where the assumption has been for a long time, well, if you finish third, or at least you have the wild card. Guys, the Cincinnati Reds are now four games back of the Padres. They've won seven of the last ten games. And Cincinnati at the moment is playing about as well as anybody else in the National League. So the Padres should not be comfortable at all, given how things look right now in the NL wildcard race. John, just just some clarification on how the, the Scherzer's thing, and I'm not, I'm not asking you to break down the report uh, that, that said that the Padres were near a deal and what happened, but... What what did happen? Did the did the Nationals leak it to try to get more from the Dodgers? Did Scherzer, you know, say, you know what, I don't want to go to San Diego. I only want to go to L.A. How how did that transpire uh, leading up to the trade deadline where we thought Scherzer was going to San Diego, but then now he ends up in Dodger blue? Well, it's a fair question, Dan, and here's what I can tell you. Uh, obviously, reports came out on Thursday that Scherzer was close to going to the Padres. I believe that at one point in time, he was close, but close is not done. And so I, I was told as well on Thursday, I was not the first to report this, but I was told uh, that, yes, uh, that Scherzer was close to going to the Padres. But I, I do think what happened there was the Dodgers 
were a little bit, to use Andrew Friedman's word, spooked by that report and then up their offer and that Max eventually went to the Dodgers. Now, I will say this. I do think that Max's goal all along was to be a Dodger. That's true. And I remember this well from covering one of Max's former teammates, Justin Verlander, with the Tigers when he was dealt to Houston. And at one point in time, there was a report that said Verlander is not going to go to the Houston Astros. And I believe that, the, that Justin, what was happening there was it wasn't that he had said no to Houston definitively, because obviously he didn't. He went there and won a World Series. He was saying not yet, not now. And when you have a full no-trade clause and you have multiple teams that you want to go to and you have an order of preference in your mind, you're not going to give your approval until all of the possibilities were exhausted. And so do I think that if, if the Nationals, and, and I, I know Max pretty well uh, from having covered him for a lot of years, if the Padres had gone to Max, on thir- or the Nationals rather, and said, listen, we have a deal for you to go to the Padres on Thursday, do you accept the deal, yes or no? I think Max's answer would have been, not yet, because I really believe the Dodgers are where Max wants to go and wanted to go. And so once, once obviously it was presented to him, the Dodgers, he said yes, he became a Dodger. But as you saw, it took until about the last 90 minutes before the deadline on Friday to get everything sorted out. And I think as long as Max's first choice, the Dodgers, was in play, he was going to hold off on approving any other destination. And in the end, of course, he went to the team that he wanted to go to all along. J.P. Morosi is joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. J.P., question for you that, that's probably pretty basic but probably pretty nuanced. You mentioned the Cubs a minute ago. How did it get so bad so fast? Because I just look back to that 2016 World Series run, and you see the young stars on that team, and I know they had some vets mixed in, but it felt like this was the start of a 6, 7, 8, 9, 10-year run with Chris Bryant and all those young guys that were part of that organization. They're all essentially gone over the last week. I know it was really a 3, 4, 5-year process, but they made the playoffs last year in the expanded playoff. They made it in 2018 how are we already in fire sale mode with what we thought could be a potential dynasty? Well, it's a fair question, but I would answer it this way. If you go back to 2017, so they were the reigning World Series champs. Remember, they played that classic five-game series against the Nationals in the first round of the playoffs. That was 2017, four years ago. They win game five in D.C. to, to reach the NLCS against the Dodgers. Since then, that franchise has won one playoff game. One. They won one game against the Dodgers in that NLCS. I believe it was game four to, to avoid a sweep. They ended up losing that series in five. They lost the wild card game the next year to the Rockies in 2018. They missed the playoffs in 19. They, they were swept by the, National, or by the Marlins rather last year without winning a game in the playoffs. So while I, you could say that they missed chances to extend guys, I get it, but they'd won one playoff game since the the 2017 division series and that covers the the series in 2017 18 19 20 almost four postseasons without winning a game and so i I just i never saw i i'm with you like once they won the 2016 world series i said oh my gosh here comes the dynasty but it just never happened and so there was no point this year where where i would have said to a cubs fan hey you know what they really need to do right now is they better throw a ton of money at Rizzo, a ton of money at Bryant, a ton of money at Baez, and a ton of money at Contreras. Because that core has not won. They have not won really any playoff series 
since early in the 2017 postseason. You have to deal with the reality that's in front of you. And, and while I'm as surprised as anybody else that they didn't click and, and keep on winning, you know, Baez became a little too, too much swing and miss there. And Bryant got hurt last year. And Rizzo has had some good but not great seasons. And they're pitching. Arietta got old and left and then came back. And Darvish left, obviously, via trade after having a great year last year, but never really delivered on his promise up until last year. They just never really clicked. They never clicked. And, and there was nothing in the way this team played this year that told me they deserved to stay together any longer because they just weren't getting it done. John Morosi joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer. Talking Major League Baseball, you can get John on Twitter at John Morosi. Before we get to, to Field of Dreams and what's happening next week with White Sox and Yankees, how deep do you think the AL wildcard chase goes? Does it, does it end at Seattle, who's three and a half back? Uh, Cleveland's sitting there at six and a half back. Realistically, AL wildcard battle, how deep do we go? That's a fair question, and I look at it and say, right now, probably the Mariners and Jays are still in it. I mean, certainly they are. They're three and a half back, but the Indians are not for me. I mean, they've got a minus 30 run differential. They've traded away some players at the deadline. That is not a playoff team to me. The Angels, not a playoff team. I'm watching the Tigers here in Michigan. They're not a playoff team. So you look at it and say it's realistically five teams – competing for two spots, Red Sox, A's, Yankees, Blue Jays, Mariners. And the Mariners guys, they have struggled now since the Graveman trade, which really, it seems, uh, stung their, their clubhouse harmony. And if they keep playing like this, they'll be out of this thing by the end of August. And then you're really down to four teams for two spots. And then, obviously, you have to look at it and say the A's are still competing with the Astros for the division, and the Red Sox and the Yankees are still competing with the Rays for the division there, as are the Blue Jays. So it's, it's an interesting mix of teams, but no, Cleveland's out of it for me, and, and Seattle had better find their, their rhythm again because they really they, – they were a team, guys, that for me was a deadline loser because they, they went out there, they made the Graveman trade, they said, hey, listen, it's all going to make sense by the end of the week, and it seems like they disrupted their clubhouse to get an extra couple of years of control on Diego Castillo beyond what Graveman had. And I get why they did it, but from a human side, guys, it really stung their clubhouse, and I, I, I don't know if they're ever going to be able to recover this year. JP, just real quick, tell us a little bit about the Field of Dreams game that's coming up. Ten days from today, my friends. Let's we do it. We broadcast live nationally on Fox, the first MLB game ever played in the state of Iowa, and it's going to be played at, at the Field of Dreams. There's going to be a corn maze, true story, corn maze, that is in between the, the original movie field and the MLB field, which has been built specifically for this game and hopefully will remain there and be the site of future MLB games and events there. But it is an incredible replica field, not exact replica, but it's brought in some notes from old Comiskey Park in Chicago because we're going to see the White Sox, yes, the team of Shoeless Joe, uh, are one of the two teams playing there, White Sox, Yankees. And how about we get a chance to watch Joey Gallo, Anthony Rizzo, Aaron Judge, John Carlos Stanton, uh, Yuan Moncada, Jose Abreu, taking BP with baseball disappearing into the corn. There's going to be some great people in the great state of Iowa who are finding baseballs in cornfields 
for months into the winter after what happens next uh, next week there in Dyersville, Iowa at the Field of Dreams. Is Major League Baseball planning have, uh, on having Ray's brother-in-law walk across the field in the middle of the game, just like the movie? Are we going to have that, even though uh, he would – Doc Graham well, showing yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Timothy Busfield, good point. Yes, there's no game here. There's no game. So Karen, you, you can't see – Karen, we're in the baseball players. So the, that whole line. I tell you what, actually, I spoke last year with Timothy Busfield, of course, who portrays Ray's brother-in-law in the movie, and, and uh, Timothy had some great re- recollections of that movie, and it, it has – Stood the test of time more than 30 years ago. I got to tell you, I was there in May. I drove from the great state of Wisconsin, Dan, as you well know. I drove yes. from there. I had a game in Milwaukee. I drove from Milwaukee, Dyersville, uh, and what a gorgeous place. I got goosebumps. I sat on the bleachers that are still there. The movie field looks exactly as it did in the late 1980s, and there's still an inscription in, etched into those bleachers, guys. It says, Ray loves Annie. It's a magical place, guys. If you've never been anywhere in the country, I hope if you're driving your car right now and you're in Iowa, go to Dyersville. You can play catch, take BP. I did both those things. It's no VIP thing. Just go there. It's amazing. I'll say one thing, JP. People will come. People will come. People will come. I love it. The romance of the game, guys. The essence of baseball. It takes you back. It's amazing. Oh, it's great. I was there about 16 years ago when I moved out to California from Wisconsin. I took the route and went that way and stopped by and wish I could go back. We can't wait to have you back, John. We appreciate it. Uh, Enjoy the game next week, and and we'll talk to you again. My pleasure, guys. Anytime. Have a great week. you got football season coming up. What a great time of year, my friends. Love it. He's John Morosi, Fox Sports Radio baseball contributor, also the MLB Network. Find him on Twitter at John Morosi. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts 
if you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer. To give us today's headlines of what we may have missed, let's go to Brian Fenley with The Press. All right, Brian, lay it on us. Let's end this baby on a high note. Let's do it. Speaking of it, is your baby still in your lap? No. <laughs> okay, because no, you said was... baby. I didn't know. Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yes, we were just talking about it during the break, and yeah. not to reveal the whole curtain back, but yes. M-Work uh, remotely broadcasting today from home. Uh, baby was in my uh, lap, and my wife didn't realize we were coming back from commercial, and so that's why. You're... He's good, taken care of. We're, we're ready to go. We are ready to go, and the Bills are ready to pull out of Buffalo. According to reports, there's a leverage game being played here. They want public funding for a new stadium which would cost about 1.5 billion dollars and here's the thing dan and aaron they want the public the taxpayers to pay for 100 percent of this because their lease where they are right now ends in 2023 doesn't the austin bills just roll off the tongue <laughs> i loved how like the, the, there is reporting going on and i apologize if it was pro football talk or whoever asked some austin like city council members and they had no idea they didn't hear anything of it so it was a complete leverage play and the only thing i just have to say is i i know like taxpayer money and stuff becomes a big conversation but if there was ever a city that would want to pay for a facility for their team i would have to think it would be bills mafia and the buffalo bills i i think i just think it seems to be um un unwarranted leverage being put out there by bills ownership weird story i'm with you dan the bills are not leaving buffalo it's it's not happening we're sick <laughs> uh, the uh, <laughs> Lee DeLapp, our executive producer, uh, just tweeted me a pun. Lee, you can uh, throw this one out there. You could say Buffalo wants fans to flip the bills for their new stadium. Ooh, foot the bills. You could yeah. have that one. Yeah, that's there's very good job, Lee. Sick. 
Not a dad, but the dad See, jokes are there. I, I thought you were going to say something like, don't expect them to spread their wings and fly away. You know, like buffalo Oh, wings. very good. Yeah, that's yeah, where, like that's where that. I thought you were going with that, Lee. <laughs> we, got them, we got them all here on Fox Sports Radio. Fenley, you got anything to add to that? Yeah, well, no wonder the show is on a teleprompter because you guys are pulling these jokes like they're being read off a script, but they're not. That's the great thing about live radio. <laughs> <laughs> what was, what was that, Brian? Ramos, do you give that a thumbs down. Well, I, would, yeah, I don't even know what that was. <laughs> that, that Bill's pun, you know, much what? like uh, Ramos and has Aaron's done snap. It again. Yeah. What, what, is, what does college football great Lou Holtz think about all this? Just kidding. That was a joke from last week. Don't oh, worry no, about yeah. it. I miss that one. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you, I'm getting upset about this thing. I mean it sincerely. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Eagles rookie wide receiver Devontae. Devonte Smith expected to miss two or three weeks because of a sprained MCL and the reports from practice on Saturday when this injury happened. And Dan, this is not editorialism. No, this is Fenley <laughs> stirring the pot. Wait, listen in your car. Fenley is about to stir yeah. the pot here. Go ahead, Brian. So the injury happened on practice on Saturday night when Smith was diving for the ball, trying to gather a wobbly duck into the turf <laughs> from, from Jalen Hurts and was not able to reel it in. Fenley took the artistic freedom. It was just a pass that was low. And so now the the whole thing, you know, Philadelphia is is totally being getting on Jalen Hurts' case for his accuracy because now it may cost Devontae Smith a few weeks Hoo-ah. because of his knee injury. If there wasn't anything more Philadelphia than that, I don't know what is. Yeah, my only real takeaway is I just feel bad for, for Eagles fans. I mean, they can't keep a wide receiver healthy even in the preseason. Yeah, I feel bad because they're really good people. They, they don't oh, take cheap shots at anybody. And, Not and all of them are they, bad. They, 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 they act with such great class during Maybe if they events. had better luck, they'd be nicer, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, hey, get out there and press. That was the press. <laughs> Uh, he's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer. That was Brian Fenley with the press. All right. No Carson Wentz for at least the first part of the season. Do you think the Colts are a playoff team, Aaron Torres, even without their starting quarterback to start the year? I will I will say with the extra playoff berth, yeah, yes, 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 yes. I agree with you, and I still think that the Colts could go far. This has been the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 